good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. And today, we're talking about relationship building. We're not going to talk about it the traditional way that most of you think we're talking about relationship building. I'm not going to be talking about how to do this belly to belly, shaking people's hand, kissing babies. What we're going to talk about is how you do it in a digital format. And the truth is, is that how you do it on digital format is no differently than how you would do it on an offline format because the same way you build relationships online is the same way you build them offline. So I get a call this week from some dude and uh, he, comes, he comes to me he comes in like out of left field. He's like, bro, I saw your video and it made me fucking laugh like crazy. It was so funny. Like I had, so what he did, and this, this just shows you like, so on my videos, I'm just being me. I'm not really doing anything differently, but the video I think that he saw was one of my attention getting videos that was sort of like there to grab his attention. And um, it was authentic and it was just raw and real. And I think that's what triggered him to reach out to me. So we get on the phone, we have a conversation and uh, we start talking and I find out about what he's doing. He's got a cool software coming out and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, this dude's a digital marketer and that's his expertise. So I'm like, bro, we got to get out, do a show. We got to do a show. We got to bring this on. And I'd like to get your input on how you build a relationship online because I think you're more advanced in the digital space than I am. I'm more content creation. I think yeah. this is what the future of real estate agents is. Yeah, and the last couple of days I've been posting about this. So, without further ado, with that long drawn out intro, let's go ahead and welcome <laughs> guest, Mr. Hassan Reed, to the show today. How are you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic, man. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Uh, Hassan, please go ahead and give our listeners a little bit of input on who you are, where you're from, and how you. Yeah. And yeah. So, into it. so, so first of all, just to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. I was at one of my offices a couple of days ago. My name is Hassan Riggs. I'm the founder and CEO at Smart Alto. I was in, I live and work in Washington, D.C. about six months of the year. And I was sitting down and I, I came across this video, this really, really weird guy <laughs> <laughs> who made me laugh my butt off. And it was, it was honestly, I think I told you this when we spoke, Mike, I said it's one of the best, most well done videos that I've seen in a long time, not because of like the production quality, although that was good. It was because before we even got on the phone, I knew who you were. Yeah. I got a sense of your personality. I and so like the first two minutes too. Like, but <laughs> 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 what, it, what it shows, man, is that, you know, overall you got to be, people always say, you know, be authentic, be authentic. Well, what does that really mean? You know, and, and a part of it, what it, what it came through is you're going to, when, when you're yourself, you're going to do two things, right? You're going to attract and repel. You're going to attract people who want to do business with you and you're going to repel all the jerk offs who don't. That's just the reality. And so thing. it's a good thing. It's, it's okay. It's really good. Right. Because getting a no, getting a no from people who you don't want to do business with or who don't want to do business with you is also a good thing because your most valuable thing that you have as a business owner is time. And your job as a business owner is to evaluate how you should invest that time. And so 
if you go around and you're trying to be one person at work and another person <laughs> when you're at home, you're doubling the work. You're like this two-sided person. No one actually knows who you are. It's a really difficult thing and you get yourself into a lot of trouble. So I, I just wanted to just kind of kind of set the stage and say, man, it was fantastic just the way that we met, <laughs> how authentic that crowd was and just how it came through. Well, here's what's you know? happening right now is that, um, and this is what we say with every single one of our clients or anything. It's like, you can't change who the hell you are. God made only one of you. He made you For one sure. freaking way. For sure. It's when For you sure. try to be someone you're not. And I'll be completely honest with you guys. When I was still selling this, I made a post yesterday in that group. So I lost a uh, $5.9 million deal. My buyer walked away from $590,000 on a deal. I just didn't want to close on it. That happened yesterday. So obviously 3% at 5.9 is a big fucking deal. You know, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. However, my point is, is that I'm not a luxury agent. I want to be a luxury agent. Like I wish I could be like, you know, Josh Altman and sell $50 million houses. But at the end of the day, I'm not like I repel doctors, attorneys, and anyone else who wears a suit and a fucking tie. That's just who I am. That's just my brand. And you're right. You attract people that are just like you, and then you will repel others who are not, but you should repel them anyways. Because Mm -hmm. if you get stuck working with that client that drives you mentally insane oh and burns goodness. you out, I believe it does more damage yeah. than good. And it's not yeah. worth the paycheck at that point anymore. It's There's not. This, if that helps, guys. So I want to go through this step. Everything's changing. Like Facebook ad changes, targeting yeah. just happened. And yeah. Zillow is now um, going to go to a referral model. And Realtor is using, Realtor.com is using OpCity. So folks, you can't buy business anymore, nor should you ever want to buy business. If you're building your business based on buying other business that you don't control, you're setting yourself up for disaster. And I think what Hassan's going to take us through today is how you really build that brand and start attracting an audience online. Um, so let's start with that. Walk yeah. me through sort of the beginning. We have a lot of realtors listen to the show and everyone I think is sort of stuck in the, um, all right, what do we, where do I start? Like, all right, yeah. great, let's start a relationship building thing. So what's step one? Great. It's a, it's a couple things to mention first, right? So I'm going to, t- I'm going to talk you through some science some facts, right? So we can have different opinions, but we can't have different facts. We can't have different data, right? Right. So I'm going to walk you through six key things that are absolutely fundamental and foundational to influence because in business and in life, you're always selling something. And if you know what influences people, how to get people from zero to one, it's why Peter Thiel who knows like PayPal, PayPal mafia, Peter Thiel, right? Palantir. It's why Peter Thiel wrote the book zero to one. That's why he called it zero to one and not 10 to 11. You're moving the same distance from zero to one to 10 to 11, but it's really hard to get people who are standing still to take that first initial step. And so what I'm going to do is share six key principles on how you can move people from zero to one to start building a relationship with them, to start influencing them. Because throughout life, that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to influence people, get them from zero to one. So the very first thing, the six most powerful things that you can do in your digital marketing, in your human relationships, in your personal relationships, because you treat those relationships the same way. Well, number one thing, social proof. Social proof. Why is social proof so important? Because before people do something, they look around and they see what everyone else is doing. <laughs> and then they do that same thing. It's the same, it's the same way that people buy stocks. It's the same way that people choose their real estate agent. It's the same way that people choose their doctors, their attorneys. They look around and they say, what is everyone else saying about this person? You gotta have some type of social proof. That's why 
one of the most valuable things you can do in your business, even if you're not running online lead generation ads and you have a strictly referral-based business. That's a different story for another day. But even if you're doing that, one of the most valuable things you can do is have a Google pages and have reviews on your Google pages to have reviews on your Zillow pages, right? Because, you know, even I live in Washington, D.C. My wife is a foodie. Before we go eating anywhere, where does she go? She goes to Yelp. Why is she going to Yelp first? Because she's looking at social proof. What is everyone else saying about this? Before people make a decision, they look around and they say, what is everybody, is there anybody else working with this real estate agent? Well, it's, it's how we book our vacations, guys. I mean, yeah. like there's a reason. What someone else says about your business is more powerful than what you'll ever say about Boom. it. Boom. don't even try it. Boom. Like I went to, uh, this is a funny story. <laughs> so I was trying to book a water park for my kids when I was still living in Chicago like three or four years ago. And there's this place called, in Gurney near Great America, it was called like, uh, my daughter's in the office. You remember the name of that? I don't know. It's called something. I don't know. But I looked up the reviews on it. And the very first review said, I will never go back to this place. I saw a 29-year-old throwing up from drinking too much in the parking lot before we even went in. That was the first review. <laughs> I ended up booking a trip to Lake Geneva. But, folks, the whole thing is like, that's exactly what it is. People will look up to see what others are saying about you. This is why you always multi-purpose all of your content. Yep. Yep. So um, you just hit on a statement. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time by Dan Kennedy. If you don't know who Dan Kennedy is, you got to go look Dan Kennedy up. He's an old school marketer. Dan Kennedy, Gary Halbert, Jay Abraham. Dan Kennedy said, what your customer says about you is a thousand times more impactful than what you say about you, even if what you say about you is a thousand times more accurate. Yep. Right. So what your customer says about you is a thousand times more impactful than what you say about you, even if what you say about you is a thousand times more accurate. Right. Because what other people say about you is more powerful. You get this question a lot. Guys, this is like time to look in the mirror and look at yourself and be honest with yourself. Would you hire you? Period. Mm. Like go on your website. What does it say? If your website is just a borrowed page on your broker's website with a couple of your past sales and listings and a generic, I've been in the business for 14 fucking years. No oh my goodness. Shit. No one's I'm telling you, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. This content that we're talking about creating and creating and creating is all that to build the brand so other people say good shit about you. It's really that simple. But yeah. got to make sure that points yeah. me. Go, go right ahead. It's going to point yeah. to Yeah. By the way, Mike, what a lot of people don't understand is you don't need to close a deal for someone to give you a good review because the value in what you do, if you're doing your job right, the value happens well before you get to the closing table. So why do you need to get to the closing table before you ask for a review? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, number two, authority. Authority. How do you move people from zero to one? How do you influence folks? Number two, authority. It's one of the six most powerful things that you can do in life to get people from zero to one. If I'm driving down the street and a police officer gets out of his car and he goes, what am I going to do? I'm going to (laughs) stop. I'm going to stop. Why? Because he looks the part he has on a uniform. I perceive him to be an authority figure. When you're a kid and your mom just looks at you, when you're acting up and your mom looks at you like this, what are you going to do? You're going to sit down. (laughs) Why? Because your mom is an authority figure. Now, here's the thing about building authority. This year, I'm speaking at the National Association of Realtors Conference in San Francisco, California, November 8th through 11th. I'm speaking on the 9th, whatever day that is. So if you're at NAR in a couple of months in November, stop by my station 
tell me what's up. It'll be great to see you, right? But um, how do you become an authority figure? One thing you need to know, people say, well, I haven't written a book. I haven't written a book. I haven't spoken at a conference. No one knows me. Keep this in mind. It's super impactful and it's powerful if you can really wrap your mind around this. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. You should work to be an expert in your local market. But even if you don't have 30 years of experience in living in San Diego or Chicago or Miami, and you don't know the area as well as everyone else around in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. You need to know more than the person you're talking to. Yeah, 100%. Let me put this in the context for everybody. So you're like, what can I do? What can I do? I don't know what to do. All right. So really simple, folks. Again, let's look at your website and let's see, would you hire you? So there's a lot of different ways that you can build the authority. If you're going to do it through real estate content, great. We all have six or seven questions that we get asked every single time on every single transaction. So instead of answering that question every single time, just document it, put it in a blog post, answer it in a freaking video. I video. What you want to do with it. But I believe you should all have some authority related content that shows you're an expertise. Now, if you don't have that content, then great. You're nothing more than a local tour guide that helps people get in and out of houses. So go around and start creating content on your local community because I wanted to start a food cooking show tomorrow. Even though I have no idea on how to freaking cook food, I can guarantee you that if I was on camera doing it seven days in a row, all of you guys would think I'm some kind of chef. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense? All right, let's go to point three. Point three, how do you move people from zero to one? reciprocity. Why is reciprocity so important? Because once you do something for someone, there's this little thing everyone has that's called a conscience where it starts to tug at people and they say, crap, this person just did something for me that I think is valuable. When you ask them something to do something for you, they're more likely to do it. Reciprocity, right? That's why when any anytime someone asks you, hey man, if you ever need something, reach out to me. You know what? You should always ask them something. Ask them to do something for you. Ask them to do something. Build in that reciprocity into the relationship. That's why when you see all these Facebook ads, these list of homes ads, why do list of home ads work to bring in leads? Whether you think the leads are good, crappy or not, why do they work to bring leads in? Because you're saying, hey, don't worry about searching online for days and weeks trying to find the perfect house for you. I've compiled a list of all the single family homes in San Diego, California in the neighborhood that doesn't have HOA dues. If you want a list of those homes today, then just click this button. I'll give you that list. reciprocity builds it in. You could spend 45 hours researching this entire list, or you could just click this button and have access to it in three seconds. (laughs) Three seconds, baby. Three seconds, baby. I Uh, got your reciprocity. Here, uh, this is an important factor, guys. I want to share with you a couple stories that just rang true. I used to send out a legal bribe after I booked an appointment, whether it was buyer or seller. (laughs) Legal bribe was to send out a brownie gift card to whoever the referral source was. And the referral source, I'll give you one story that led to like a hundred grand. So this dude, one of my friends uh, referred me to his best friend. And I used to send out a million dollar bill with a $10 Starbucks gift card. And I'd say, thanks a million. So I sent it to the referring party. I gave him a $10 gift card. Does he need 10 bucks? He doesn't care. But before I showed up to the listing appointment, he made sure he canceled. He called his friend up and he goes, hey, Brian, cancel every other agent you're interviewing. This is your guy. 
Brian mm. canceled every other agent just because I bought him a $10 Starbucks gift card. Mm. Right. Mm. That was a legal bribe because and even on listing presentations, I do the same thing. I send them a brownie three days. I, I'll purposely schedule the appointment two or three days out just so the brownie could get there before I show up because I know that psychologically the fact that mm -hmm. I give them something, even though it's a small little touch, they have to give me the listing in return. Yeah. What a what a great point. Like just understanding that what you asked for does not need to be in proportion to what you gave. Mm -hmm. You can give them something really small and then ask for something really big. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. The fundamental principles of reciprocity still matters. Again, we can have different opinions, but we can't have different facts. This is based on science and research. Number four, yeah. number four, commitment and consistency, commitment and consistency. If I can get you to commit to something small right now, the likelihood that you're going to commit to something larger later is greatly increased. It's why when I walk up to someone, I don't say, will you marry me right now? Yeah. <laughs> I need to so start small. You give me the listing. You give me the listing. Have this buyer's consultation with me. Yeah. Sign this buyer's agency agreement right now. That doesn't make any sense. So let's go through the consistency and talk about this in lead gen on a realistic basis. I'm just going to use my own funnel. Um, I'm going to yep. see if I can get some of you guys to schedule with them today. So if you go to my website, I have you can download all of my video scripts for free. This is the number one thing that every single agent is asking for. They're asking for video scripts. What do I say? How do I do it? So we just decided to fucking give them all to you guys for free. So you can go on my site right now. Go to realestatemarketingdude.com and hit the button that says free scripts. You're going to download that. That's my legal bribe for you. Once you download that, my email kicks in and you go into a different bucket in my back end. And you start seeing different videos that I'm targeting you because I'm targeting you on my email list. The second offer I'm going to make you is a $29 course that I used to sell $900. Now, I'm going to give you that of value too. And it's going to give you everything that we do. I'm not going to ask you for anything. I'm going to give you stuff. The only reason I charge you 29 bucks is to make sure that I see you're real because if you don't have 29 bucks to spend, you're not a real client anyways. So it's the same thing in, in real estate lead gen because what happens is that people will book a demo with me based upon all the content they get. And people mm -hmm. don't just want to immediately speak mm -hmm. to me. They want to check me out and all that shit. Mm -hmm. If I don't have this podcast, if I don't have that blog, if I don't have, I have over 180 pieces of content on my site. That's my authority. So I had to do that because you don't, you're not going to question if I know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It all ties together. Mm -hmm. But you have to follow up. What, what's the stat? Dan Kennedy stat. Follow up. Consistency. Yep. Six, seven, eight, nine touches. That's when they convert. Mm -hmm. People are busy, especially in real estate. They forget they opted in. So you have to follow up. And it's not mm -hmm. that people are ignoring you. A lot of times you still have time to call you back, but you don't know until you multiply. For sure. To, to, that, to that same point, Mike, we have, so again, I'm a direct response marketer by trades, how I got my chops right, coming up through Dan Kennedy, Gary Halbert, Joe Polish, right? All these folks learning from these people. I personally met Russell Brunson, sat down, talked to him, his brother, his dad, several years ago before he was like click funnels, Russell Brunson, right? When he was like, uh, hardly anyone knew him. But anyway, so we run ads to get new leads. We get leads right now for a dollar and 50 cent. These are real estate agents who are interested in learning more about Smart Alto. We get them for a dollar and 50 cent. One of the ways we do it is because we give people the same way you're talking about scripts, we follow up and set appointments for real estate agents through text message. We give them the text message scripts that we use, right? 
And people are always, they, people want to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And so we just give them that information. What are we doing? Reciprocity, commitment, and consistency. Once they get in, they see videos. We're using liking, which is the very next thing that I'm going to talk about. How do you get people from zero to one? How do you move people? How do you influence folks? How do you build community? The more community you have, the more influence that you get. Liking. People do things for folks they know, like, and trust. Know, Please. like, and trust. Totally. And this is, comes back to the authenticity part of it. Like, if you're being fake, people can smell that a mile away. Like, I read people's body language. Like, I'm better at it than most because it's what I do for a living, but... I think that everyone gets a sense of someone's mood at any given time just based upon the expression of someone's face. And yeah. they have to like you. For uh, sure. That's how me and you met. You like me sure. on the video. For sure. That's it. I just closed this dude. Like, I, yeah. I crafted this dude, and now I got to sell you something. What can I sell you? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me take that one step farther because <laughs> a lot of people will say liking is – think about the people who you have the best relationships with in life, it's people who have taught you something valuable, right? People who have taught you something, teachers, mom, dad, friends, who you learn from. Because one of the fundamental principles in life that we all need, it's not something that we just want, it's not something we just desire, but it is a fundamental need that we have in life, is freaking Growth. Everyone wants to grow. Everyone needs to grow. So that principle, liking, one of the ways to get there the fastest is by teaching people something they don't know or fully appreciate because you like people who you learn things from. You like those people more. So liking. I like this yeah. format because you're giving me the thing that I'm putting in the context. Yeah. Uh, so like, let's go into liking I'm going to use an example of one of our clients. So this is the easiest one they relate to. So we have a gal here in San Diego and her brand name is now Mama Sells San Diego, but we created a media show called Ask Mama. And Ask Mama talks about nothing other than kid-friendly stuff around the San Diego market in the geographic area she works. So she'll create content based upon kid-friendly restaurants, breweries, beaches with changing stations, things to do essentially with kids. Businesses are all kid-related, but what she's really branding herself as, as a mom, as a matter of fact, she lost her first name about three or four months ago. No one calls her by it anymore. Everyone calls her mom. But who she relates to and who she likes, the reason why we did that is because no one can get mad at her. Denise can talk about real estate all day long and be mom, and no one's going to get mad at it. Mm -hmm. And everyone can relate to it or, and or like it. It's working amazing uh, in her business, but that's why market people just like Mm hmm. That's it. That's it. All right. Number six. What we got? Number six. Scarcity. Scarcity. Scarcity works as long as you're not doing it in a cheesy way. And the scarcity is actually real. So when we talk about when we talk about how do you influence people? and get them maybe to start looking and buy a house now as opposed to in a year from now. You got interest rates on your side because that's a real scarcity. If you don't act now, I was speaking to a couple of, to like 10, 12 KW agents yesterday and one of the mortgage professionals in the room, he said, you know what, in the Washington DC area, because of rates going up and people are buying a house around this price range, the average medium price range, they're likely to be paying an additional $250 per month within 12 months than they did now. He was sharing that to agents and he didn't even 
fully appreciate that that's something they can use to build scarcity into the buying process. Yep. Makes 100%. Other ways you guys can use scarcity, the time to sell is right now that's the best time to sell. School season's out. Hmm. Or school's coming in. We always know there's a big uptick in sales. Removed. It's obvious. Hmm. But yeah, there's a million ways that you guys can, can create that, that scarcity message. That was really well put together. I hope you guys literally wrote down each one of those different points, even if you're on a treadmill right now, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> write those down because that's, it's 100% true. And I'm looking at it the way you laid it out. I'm looking at it just for my own business for real estate marketing. You're doing a lot of that stuff, man. Yeah, I'm doing all of it, literally all of it. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's all right there. So it's cool to see that. And, and by, by the way, by the way, one of those things, one of them can make you wealthy, not just rich, wealthy. If you have 500 reviews, on between Google and Zillow, you're going to be wealthy because everyone who goes and looks, they're going to see you number one. Who are they going to do business with? It doesn't matter who, who what other Facebook apps they respond to. It doesn't matter how many other friends they got who are, you know, part-time real estate agents. They're going to do business with you because they know that 500 people can't be wrong, can they? Right. No, not 500 people can't be wrong. All of these positive reviews. So. Yeah. One of these things can make you wealthy. Yep. Very cool. What uh, You have another point you wanted to segment into here. I don't have any other questions right here. This is solid. I have a couple other points we can add, but go ahead and take the mic. Oh, so the next thing that I'll just kind of double tap on for a second is talking about the seven stages to building a healthy customer relationship through digital marketing. So I've just given you principles, right? And now I'm going to walk you through at a high level some of the stages that you walk folks through. The first concept you need to understand is that there is no such thing in today's world as B2B and B2C. It's all human to human. It's all H to H. Because you are a human who's marketing to humans who have human needs. Yep. Right? You're a human marketing to humans who have human needs. And people make decisions the same way, whether it's their business or personal relationships. And you build relationships the same way. And I've always been really struck by how people change in their business world from their personal world. It makes no sense <laughs> at I, all. Now you say that, I've seen that with a lot of people. Even people that say, oh, I only use this Facebook page for business. Like, I've seen that a few times and I'm like, what do you mean? So like, who's on this page? Like, like a bunch of strangers? <laughs> I didn't get it. And I see that realtors won't post on their personal page because they think that it should all go on their business page. And they're like, folks, you're not that cool. No one's following your business. Yeah. You're a real estate agent. Like you're not like, you're not Gary Vee. People are going to follow you and like watch what you say. No one cares about your listing. You got to put that on your personal, man. But yeah, that makes sense. Um, you got to. Totally. Got to. So number one. How do you go about building a relationship with people through digital marketing? First of all, it's understanding you treat your business relationships the same way you treat your personal relationships. And you got to understand this, this concept of sequencing, of sequencing. You don't walk up to a girl and say, will you marry me today? When I met my wife, I didn't walk up to her and just kiss her in the mouth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right, my wife is from, she's from South Florida, man. She would have hit me. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. <laughs> You don't do that. Why? Because it's weird. It's unnatural. It's not the way you build a healthy, strong, long-lasting relationship. You go up to people, you introduce yourself. You, you say your name, you get their telephone number, you take them out to lunch, to dinner, you Netflix, you Netflix and chill. You meet the parents. 
you get engaged, you get married, you go on vacations. Like that's the natural progression of a relationship. So I'm going to show you how to use that relating this to dating, but doing it in your personal and your business life. The first thing is just the glance. Everything I'm talking about can be done as like a Facebook ad, email, something that you do in your business. Right? I don't have any slides to show you. If you come to the National Association of Realtors Conference where I'm speaking in a couple of months, you can see the slides. I'll, I'll share slides with you. But the first one is just the glance. The glance is how you get people to notice you the first time. It's how you introduce yourself. Let me tell you who's an expert at this. Mike the guy I'm talking to right now, because you can do this fantastic through video. And you can introduce yourself fantastically through video, whether it's using one of the scripts and the templates that Mike gives you when you go to his website and download that script template, or whether it's going through and just freaking interviewing the business owners in your neighborhood. That's introducing yourself to the market. How do you get people to know who you are, what you're about, how do you do that? Mike, you probably got a lot of good insight into this because yeah. it's probably some of the All stuff attention. you about. It's like what I'm telling everybody is that we don't generate leads, we generate attention. And when you, have, when you own attention or you own the... Uh, let's just explain what that means real quick. Attention is nothing more... Than, and your brand is nothing more than how many people, when they associate a term or they hear the word real estate, they associate your name with that instant. How many people say that determines on how big your brand is when we're talking about your real estate brand. So if it's all about just attention, you still have to capture anybody's attention. And to do that, you have to create either A, you have a kick-ass intro video about video, or B, you're consistent with the content you're creating and you keep showing up every day. So you eventually hit everybody out. I've built my whole brand with zero ads. It was just consistency. I just started running ads two months ago. So now I'm like ready to scale it on up. But the only way I've done that is because it's the consistency in content creation putting it in front of the right audiences. But what also helps is when you see fun, crazy videos that really don't do anything like that. And like, that's all I want them to say. I'm not trying to sell them on the first ad. I'm just trying to get them to know. Exactly, exactly. Is that your first ad isn't supposed to convert, guys. And that's where we lose patience. Mm-hmm. Your ad's not to convert. If your first ad is all about converting, like, and Sad will tell you, I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this, but do you care if they opt in on that first need or not? Okay. Or do you just care that someone no. and now you have someone to retarget? It's, glan- it's the glance. Yeah. It's the glance. That's it. Just to, just to get people to know, man, I'm here and this is who I am and this is what we're doing. This is what the company is about. No, the goal is not to get the, – the goal of the glance is simply to introduce yourself. The next stage, number two, the gaze. How do you keep people's attention? Now that they take that first look, that second look, that third look, how do you keep their attention? This is where content comes in. It can be blog posts. It can be more videos that you share. It can be that killer YouTube video that you put out there, that killer blog post, that killer video, that killer interview with that long form interview, because you're engaging people. You got people to your website. How do you keep them there? Right. That's where the glance comes in. People looked at you, they gazed. How do you actually keep their attention? The third way, the digits. Now that you've gotten their attention, they've glanced at you, they've gazed at you, Now the digits, how do you get their information? This is where reciprocity comes in. What we're talking about earlier, reciprocity is all about getting people to give you something for something that you've given them because you don't have a relationship if it's only one way. 
a lot of people, they get stuck in this only giving, only giving, only giving, only giving, and no one ever gives something back to you. That's not a relationship. That's a one-sided transaction. You need a relationship, and that's where reciprocity comes into play. So now it's you're trying to get their email address. You're trying to get their name, their telephone number, and you do that through ads. It can be messenger ads. It can be at the bottom, at the end of your video saying, hey, if you're interested in this, then put interested in the comment section of this video, and I'll reach out to you. Something like that to get people's name, telephone number, and email address. And that's the digits. Now, what we do at Smart Alto, again, Hassan, if you're just tuning in now, my name is Hassan Riggs. I'm the founder and CEO at Smart Alto. What we do at Smart Alto is when people give you their name, telephone number, and email address, we follow up with those people really quickly, right? Because speed to lead is really important when you're generating online leads. And so we have real people inside sales agents who text message home buyers, home sellers, to text them immediately, follow up with them and set an appointment for you and then follow up with them over the long haul, days, weeks, months until they actually make that commitment. Because in today's world, you gotta have that speed to lead and you gotta have that long-term follow-up. And if you don't have the time and consistency to do that, that's when you'll use something like Smart Alto after you've gotten their digits to move them to the next phase, which is going steady. So we've talked about the glance, the gaze, the digits. Now we're talking about going steady. This is where you've gotten them on the phone. You've used the list of home ad or whatever to get their name, telephone number, and the email address. You've used something like Smart Auto to get them on the phone with you to set that appointment. And now that you're on the phone, you're trying to use commitment and consistency, what we talked about earlier, to get them to your lender if that's the type of market you're in. Not everyone is in that market, right? Well, you need to get someone to the lender. But to get them to your lender or to get that buyer's consultation, right? Because you got to think about all the stuff that we're talking about. It flows in. We talked about social proof, authority, reciprocity, commitment and consistency, liking and scarcity. Those are the principles that you can use with the glance, the gaze, the digits going steady. Now you're getting them to your lender. You're, you're moving them along the stage, getting them to sign that buyer's consultation. And then the next stage, the glance, the gaze, the digits going steady, ring shopping. Now you're building in that excitement with people, right? You're building in that. This is where you're actually showing them homes. You're showing them homes in the local San Diego area. You're, You're taking them out. You know their needs, wants, and expectations. You're showing them homes for the marriage. Now, this is where the transaction actually happens. This is the, this is the, the big to doozy, right? And I'm going to stop right here and double tap on this a little bit because what people don't understand, Mike, is that the sale is made when the relationship is built. The sale is made when the relationship is built. And if you truly believe that the sale is made when the relationship is built, and in every business that is, has large transactions, whether you're talking about oil and gas, automotive, airlines, iPods, Mac, Mac, it's all everything. I won't go anywhere else. Cause I like have a intimate relationship. <laughs> An intimate relationship. <laughs> think, think about the way he just described his freaking relationship with Apple. It's <laughs> intimate relationship. I'm getting all types of nasty thoughts in my head, what you're doing, man, with this intimate relationship. <laughs> if the sale is made when the relationship is built, then why do you stop managing the relationship after you make the sale? 
Think about that for a second. I, if the sale is made after the relationship is built, why do you stop managing the relationship after the you, you make the sale? Keep communicating with it and keeps loving back on you, folks. I'm going to take like two minutes to double tap on this a little bit, man. It's something I'm really passionate about. And I think most agents, even the top producing agents, teams, brokers, they're awful at this. They're absolutely awful at it. So I invest in things that appreciate in value. I would never buy a really expensive car, a Bentley, a Lamborghini. I would lease my fund. I buy, I invest in assets. I lease my fund. I would lease a boat. I would lease an expensive car. I would lease something that's really fun to do because as soon as you drive that car off the lot, it depreciates in value. I invest in assets. I'll invest in stocks. I'll invest in a house. I invest in my wife because my wife is better today than she was six days ago. She's better today than she was six years ago. I'm better today than I were eight years ago. So you invest in things that appreciate in value. But if something you can learn from mechanics, because mechanics, whether you go down to Jiffy Loop, you go to AutoZone, you go to Auto Tire, they understand that the sale is made when the relationship is built. And so they do a great job at helping people manage their car. People are great at like the 15 minute interview. They're great at buying the house. They're great at managing the home, the asset that they just bought. They're awful at managing the home. You're great at managing the home, but they're awful at it. They don't know when they're freaking air conditioning is about to explode, when their warranty is about to be up. They're awful at managing their home. They don't know how to do that crap. That's why companies like Angie's List is so big because people don't know where to go to find things to help them manage their freaking home. You're the freaking expert at the home buying and home managing process. Why on hell would you stop helping the client manage the most valuable asset they'll ever buy in their life. That's the reason after you get the deal done, they don't even remember your name a year later. I'll tell you why. It's that because 90% of our business thinks that they're salespeople. And like in any salesperson, you're already fucked from the way you're approaching the mindset that you're looking at your business because it's transactional based. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing the long game and you're playing the nurturing things, let me just paint the picture for you guys. These aren't, this is not theory what he's talking about. This is absolutely mathematical. In real estate, uh, or in the population, 10 to 15% of it moves each and every year. It averages around that 14%. So that means that as you're managing these contacts or as you're managing these relationships, regardless of it, 10 to 15% of them are moving each and every year. It's a mathematical fact. It's undisputed. Now, most of those people don't know it yet, but life gets in the way. They have a kid, they get a divorce, they lose their job, they get a new job. Mm-hmm. And it's those life decisions that usually trigger the move many times. Now, if you're not the first person they think of, then boom, great. But I'm not staying in touch with them only for their transactional business. That's extremely short-sighted. I'm in touch with them for their referral business because 100% of them have a deal or a referral for me. In other words, five to $10,000. When you market for your referrals, your byproduct is their direct and repeat business, not the other way around. And that mindset um, should motivate you because if you do 100 transactions. Someone asked me, what's, what's the value of the client? I'm like, you can't put one on there. But I used to say it was about $25,000. Every relationship I have in life is worth $25,000. Why? Well, because the average person buys three to five properties over the course of their life. But what I didn't take into account, do the math, 200,000, that's 5,000 bucks. 
a commission. Five houses, there's $25,000. Okay. But the value, that doesn't take into account how many introductions they can create for you to mm-hmm. their referral source, mm-hmm. their networks. And that's why I believe you cannot put a dollar amount on any relationship mm-hmm. you have. Some are more profitable than others, but when you treat them all the same consistently, lights up. Mm-hmm. So that's a, actually a perfect freaking segue into my next point, which is we've talked about the glance, the gaze, the digits, going steady, ring shopping, and the marriage, right? And now we've talked about the importance of after the freaking marriage, you got to manage the relationship. It's, the, it's one of the reasons there's more people who get married and divorced than there are who people who get married and then renew their vows because oftentimes people are awful at managing expectations and managing the relationship. My mom told me when I was young, she said it's a lot easier to get your first job after a 15, 20-minute interview than it is to get promoted in that job three years later because after that, people know you. They know what to expect. They know whether you're good, whether you're bad. And so if you're not getting a lot of your business through repeat clients, what are they telling you? You're awful at managing the relationship. Totally. Folks, those are in our stats, not ours. 60% of business companies come from referrals, repeat business. That's fact. 60% each and every year. Another 15 to 20 comes from signage. So if you do the math on this, it's really just like, are you chasing business or are you creating it? Are you manufacturing it or are you buying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless, if you're buying leads or not, they're all part of your audience. And that's, I they think, are. They are. And regardless of how they get into your ecosystem, treat all of them the same way as you would anybody else. Last stage, the couple's family vacation. The <laughs> couple's family vacation. Why did I name it the couple's family vacation? Because when people have a great experience with you, what do they want to do? They want to bring other people along. Yep. And that's where the referrals come in. That's when people say, man, you know what? Bro, you got to meet my dude, Mike. He's great at video. You got to meet this guy, Hassan. He's really good at this text messaging and setting appointments. You got to meet my, my guy, Jesse Z. You got to meet these folks because you bring people along. If you think someone is really cool, you like them, you know them, you trust them, they're valuable to you. You want other people to be in that ecosystem. So, how many people are going on couples family vacations with you? Go check your Zillow ratings. How many reviews do you have? Uh, not so much. How hard is it for people to refer you? Really hard? Yeah, you, you're missing something. You're not going through the natural progression of building a relationship with folks. So the glance, the gaze, the digits, going steady, ring shopping, the marriage, and the couples family vacation, those are the six things that rely on the principles of social proof authority, reciprocity, commitment, and consistency, liking, and scarcity. I know I threw a lot at you. I know I did. I know I threw a lot at you, but it's okay. I'm here all week, folks. Yeah. <laughs> this no, I think it was, it was laid out really well, and I think we lose sight as an industry overall with all the shiny objects syndrome going around, and there's AI and tech and blah, 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 blah. Folks, at the end of the day, it's relationships. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm, I'm, not all, I'm not sold on big tech. I don't think big tech is the answer to any of your problems. The answer to your problem is picking up the phone and calling the people you freaking know and staying in front of the people you know and the ones you don't, giving them a reason to get to know you. I mean, (laughs) in most agents, the average age is what, 56 and a half years old. So like, sorry, most of you aren't going to jive with the tech. That's why you need like guys like 
freaking us on here to do that shit for you or something else. But I don't know. This was a really good show. I think I think you guys got a lot on this, and you guys should write all this shit down. Back <laughs> because that was all that was all powerful. That was one hundred percent accurate. It's just it's just a relationship building process. Be patient with your marketing. Don't mm-hmm. you're not going to be rich overnight. Nobody it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. You have to put in work to build mm-hmm. a business. You have to put in work to build a relationship. Hassan, if you stop talking to your wife this week, what happens? <laughs> I'm screwed. My wife works. I, I, I didn't tell you this. My wife works for, for the FBI, by the oh, way. Fuck. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> done. Hey, man. Hey, listen, bro. It's nowhere in the world I can go and hide. She can yeah. find me anywhere. <laughs> well, this has been an awesome show. I really appreciate having you on and sharing this with our uh, listeners. Um, at the end of these shows, I'd like to go ahead and give the floor to you. Go ahead and let people know how they can reach you, and then I'll go ahead and close this up. Yeah, great. So again, my name is Hassan Riggs, and I'm the founder and CEO at Smart Alto. I'm also a former inside sales agent where I've personally set over 10,000 real estate appointments. I'm a national speaker. I'm speaking this year at the National Association of Realtors Conference in San Francisco, California, November 8th through 11th, where I'm going to be talking about how to build relationships through digital marketing. So if you're at NAR, then feel free to stop by my session and say hello. And also, you know, if you if you want to learn more about Smart Alto, you can just go to smartalto.com or you can find my personal page, Hassan May Riggs on Facebook or just the Hassan Riggs page. You can like me. You can reach out to me. Put something in the comment section. Mike, you'll invite me to wherever is this is going live at and I'll be in there. And I'll, I'll be I'll be in there answering questions for the next, I would say, um, 30, 45 minutes or so. Mike just invites me in there. So I'll be there. Cool. Well, appreciate you guys listening to another episode of The Real Estate Marketing Dude. You know where to find us. It's very easy. Realestatemarketingdude.com. We have a lot of free shit to give you on there. If you're thinking about getting on video and building a brand people know, like, and trust, and you're sick of chasing a bunch of leads and you'd rather attract a bunch of clients instead, then I think we have what you're looking for. Not only will we build you an entire brand media series, but we'll do all the freaking work after that and make it very fun and exciting. Video is not fun if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have a plan with what you're doing it with. And that's exactly what we provide. So thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions and follow us on some social, give us some love on Instagram, YouTube, subscribe. We just redid our channel. We have a whole entire course on our channel for you guys. Like literally get on that stuff. I can't give you more shit. The world's there. Go out and grab it. If you need help, holler at your boy. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. So, Sada, I will see you later, buddy. Thanks for coming. My man. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.